Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything here today, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. You know, we're also available out there on Facebook at The Home Team 512. The Facebook. Yeah, and as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. You know, uh, this is normally where we like to start off with all the fun facts about sports and things like that. But uh, because of the COVID pandemic, we have really used this section to talk more about kind of, you know, fears and facts and, you know, truths and myths and things like that that's going on in the, the world today. And the truth is, is that there's a better feeling in the country today than there was just a few days ago. Oh, most certainly. I mean, there's some arguments about it. I mean, I think the big topic right now is uh, our, our governor, uh, Abbott, is saying, let's get back to work. And he, he got a lot of flack for it, but he's going to push forward with some some boundaries and some some standards to do it. But, uh, you know, I, I, I think we need to do it. I mean, we're all in the same storm, but not in the same boat. And some people really need to feed their kids so it's hard to tell them to stay home I, I don't know what y'all think about it i have been very fortunate and uh the people that work uh with me in my region have been very fortunate that our industry has flourished during this but no it's not fair that there are a lot of people that their industry has been completely shut down and and we do need to in my opinion you know help them you know it's you know you Government just can't keep giving stimulus checks. At some point, if they just keep writing money, the money becomes worthless. So oh, sure, they, sure they can. What are you talking about? Yeah, Free right. We got money. lots of it, huh? Right. Well, stockpile. Germany, Germany have, uh, already proved that that doesn't work right after the end of World War II. So when they were ordered to pay restitution, they destroyed their economy because they just printed money. So that doesn't work. So you know, we have to we have to do the part. You know. Um, in New York, they're not ready, you know, but here in Austin, you got to think in the central Texas area, less than 1,500 people have contracted the coronavirus, less, in, at less than 1,500 in central Texas. We're talking about a million. So, you know, just be it, careful. It, it, Jump you know, out there and start hugging everybody, you know, wear your mask, stay six feet apart, 
and don't work. Don't lick holes or anything crazy. Be smart about it, right? I mean, yes, obviously it's not going to be normal. We're going to go back to normal, but you know, people don't understand that. You know, obviously, if you're getting paid or you're able to get uh, an unemployment check, a lot of people aren't. And if those people aren't part of our economy, you're going to be affected regardless. I mean, you know, oil prices going down to negative thirty-five affects everybody. The one thing that was kind of strange to me, I kind of felt like an outsider because I didn't have my mask yet. About a week ago, I walked into a Lowe's and I look around and everyone has their mask on. And I was like, man, this is strange. And then I looked, thought about myself and I was like, well, I'm the strange one. I'm the one that doesn't right. have a dang mask on. I'm, right. I'm the weird one here. I felt but silly it, doing it too. I did. It, I, I have to be honest. I felt a little silly. Like I, I had it down just in case. I, and I'm, I'm not an insecure. I don't know. It's just kind of a weird thing. And everybody had like, oh, well, that made me feel a little bit more normal, which is good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Troy, you were talking about earlier about people actually getting tickets and arrested for not wearing their face masks. Well, you, you know, I haven't heard of anything here in Texas, but I have heard in other states that people, even if they're out and they're by themselves and they're six feet apart, you know, a couple of people were at parks with just them and their family and they were arrested, not fined, arrested. That's crazy. I, I saw they got that two people got fined for a barbecue in somebody's backyard in Austin. They, I guess they were called for disturbance. When they got there, they weren't six feet apart and weren't wearing masks, and they got tickets. It's kind of crazy. You know, um, you know, it's 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 a new norm. We've got to settle in, and we were delicate. We're definitely dancing a fine line between, you know, um, totalitarian and you know, free economy and things like that. So you know, we've just got to. The sad part is there's no right answer. I think it's but, okay to be kind of in the middle. Yes, I, I want to be careful, and I understand that there's a sickness out there. I definitely don't want to spread it. Um, I, I definitely think that the economy has to go back. I mean, it's a hard decision, but we got to figure out something because our economy crash is going to be a lot more devastating than this virus is. Yeah, no, like you were saying earlier about the oil, I mean, that's the lowest oil has been in, I can't even tell you how long in my lifetime, I want to say. Yeah, I have never seen it where you have to pay someone to take a barrel of oil from you. I've never, I don't, I don't think that's ever happened. Yeah. So now that is, those are futures though. So that's not really what the price is. Those are futures. It will pop back up. Um, it went down so low because uh, it was the end of that particular month, but they're popping back up. They'll get it back around 20, but it's still a scary, scary notion to have. Yeah. I went to the, the gas station the other day. I went back in and I, and I was, hopefully they were going to give me a check for taking their gas. It didn't work. <laughs> It's like, didn't you, that's how this is working, right? Everybody's giving hey money. Hey, guys, right I, I, I read the news. Hey, I read the news. Y'all owe me money. They, they didn't think it was too funny. Brought me and my family to get gas. Yeah, yeah but, just, but just thinking about it, even since the very beginning, um, you know, wash your hands, stay six feet apart. Now they are, um, because you are, you know, asymptomatic and can spread it, which means that you don't have any symptoms, but you are carrying the virus. And they, they're starting to realize that that's 20 to 50% of the coronavirus infection is asymptomatic. So that's why they put on these cloth masks that when you're out in public, because if you are sick and you cough, it stays in your mask and it protects everyone else out there. Yeah. It's the, the masks, they, 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 re, they re-explain this again, that the mask isn't really to help you not get sick. It's to prevent you from getting other people sick. Yeah, but if so you cover your mask and it's getting back to you, that makes you double sick. That, right. Yeah, you're, you're double oh, sick. Man. 
Yeah, you can get double stick from this. Double stick, huh? I love yeah. it. Uh, no, um, well, I, I think at the bottom of it is I, I'm kind of in the, in the middle. I mean, I guess don't be stupid. We don't just have to open up the floodgates and get back to normal. I mean, don't go out if you don't have to. I mean, you know, be careful, but we have to do something yeah. this economy kickstart. But we'll talk about it next time. It's kind of kind of not hurting our real estate business. So I guess we'll talk about that a little bit more ne next segment. But Austin's doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, um, just so you know, you know, the, the Austin.gov slash COVID is an excellent site if you want to get data. Williamson County uh, COVID, there's a dashboard that the, they created for all the counties in the state of Texas that kind of give you the basic information. Uh, this, so you understand what is actual numbers right now. So those are great places for you to look, you know, washing your hands. They, they say for 20 seconds. I, I don't think I've ever washed my hands for 20 seconds at one time. Hand sanitizer seems to be back, you know, so, you know, it, it, the, the opportunity to take care of you, it's all about you taking care of yourself. When you're mm -hmm. out there in public, you wash your hands, you stay away from somebody else, keep your face covered. And the, uh, the potential for you to catch this virus diminishes greatly. Right. Well, it's just, it's just like life in general. You, just, you can only control what you do. You know, you can only control how you approach things. So if everyone takes care of themselves, it'll help everybody in general. Absolutely. So, agree. You know, and we, we have a responsibility to those that we love to help protect them as well. You know, so we want to make sure that we're, we're doing what we can so that we can protect the people around me. I still haven't seen, you know, my parents since all this started because of their age. Hey, everyone, you've been listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton. We've been discussing the corona pandemic. If you have any questions about anything you heard so far, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com. Give me a call at 855-299-HOME. As always, please stop by the Facebook at the Home Team 512, and we'll see you in just a minute. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Talk 1370, the right choice. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton, where we bring money and sports together for your education and entertainment. 
This segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes. And if you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. Well, hey, everybody. So this is the, this is the part where we like to talk about the real estate section, but uh, very interesting time because the whole country, unless you are an essential worker, uh, has been sheltering in place for well over a month at this point. And, and uh, you know, so the economy is, is almost on a stall. There's still a lot going on, but it's still on a huge stall. 30, 40% of the economy has just been sitting at the house. And so how is that going to affect the interest rates now and the real estate and all of that market? And right now, and it's really moving. You know, we had some really good news last, uh, last few days. The country wants to kind of open back up as best it can here and there, state by state. You know, they've laid it out a plan that allows you to open your state up. And once they did that, I mean, it's like, for me, it's like people had just been waiting for that month and now they're trying to buy. So everybody's applying, everybody's trying to refinance, everybody's trying to buy a home. The market has been really strong in the last couple of weeks. Well, for two weeks, we had a little bit of scare, right? I mean, it was down 20% uh, uh, in listings and 20% in purchase. So it kind of evened out in the housing market. But like you said, I mean, they haven't come up with the exact plans on how to open. But just the fact that the thing about opening, people are getting excited and things are starting to move. I'm seeing a lot of listings and that's good news. We need it. So since since everyone, like you were talking about how they're talking about opening up the country again, is that creating more buyers that are out there now or how what's, what's really affecting it? Fannie Mae is one of the bigger sides of the conventional industry and they put, finally put out some statistics last you know, few days and they said that there was just kind of a the sentiment of buyers and sellers was to just wait. So a lot of them were just kind of in a pause. Well, once they opened up the fact or they stated that they're going to start opening the country again and you know state by state and things like that all of a sudden those buyers and sellers were no longer on pause they're like okay it's we're getting past this let's get going so yeah so you know i'm getting homes are being listed on the market i've had i know for a fact about 20 of my agents listed a home in the last few days uh you know buyers are coming to us to get qualified so everyone's back out again. It's like they couldn't wait for, you know, this to happen to get past it so that they get started again. Well, I, I think it's a, a great sign because people didn't know how people were going to react once we could go back. And I think it's a good sign for your small business owners that are, have stayed intact. And I feel bad for the ones who didn't make it through. But I think you're going to see restaurants full and movie theaters full and parks full. And, and hopefully it, it's a big jump start and we, we can skip past this and and look and look uh, at it in our rearview mirror. Hopefully. Do you see a couple of uh, local Austin spots had to kind of call it quits and shut things down? Enchilada, Imas, Threadgill. Those are classics here in Austin, and those were that was kind of sad to see those call it quits. Magnolia yeah, Cafe. Mm -hmm. Magnolia yep. Cafe, Threadgill, the North by Northwest are Austin icon restaurants, which are no more. Yeah. Just no. That's 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 tough. That brings us to something else as well. You know, uh, it's also now it's property tax season. Usually this time of year, you start receiving in the mail letters from the county telling you what they value your property at this year. 
Um, and that's different. Now I just got a little postcard that says, hey, all your valuations are online. So they're not even going to put it in the, in, into the mailbox. Now you have to go log in, go into your system and, and look at your property and then decide. They were telling us that they're not going to alter the values from last year to this year, but I have not seen my properties yet, so I cannot validate if that's true or not. But you have to understand this changes everything because if you want to dispute this, you need to get online and look up the value and you need to look at disputing it. So uh, our producer, John, um, he was talking about earlier, uh, just a shout out to John, he's awesome. Um, but he had some disputes from last year and uh, they, 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 I mean, that's something that if you haven't gotten it solved yet, you can obviously go back and get that solved. Is that correct? And how do you go about that? Yes. And so what you need to do is you need to partner with a re local real estate expert in your area. If you need, you know, an uh, introduction to one, just reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com. Give me a call at 855-299-HOME and uh, I'll hook you up with one in your area. But they will create what's called a CMA, a comparable market analysis. And if your home will sell for less than what it's being appraised at, then you need to fight it. And you need to get them to lower the appraisal amount because they are overtaxing you at that point. Um, and that's what you do. You have to, you know, you can't just go in there and say, hey, you're charging me too much taxes. You have to have data. Uh, data is comparable sales and your neighborhood. And since they don't have access to the comparable sales in your neighborhood anymore, um, they're just going to try to raise it as high as they can. And you need to you need to go fight it every single time. Another question for you, because uh, at, at the point of my, my parents, they paid 27 years on a house and the square footage was wrong, uh, uh, not in their favor. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the city or the county counted their garage as square footage, which they're paying taxes on. So an appraiser can actually come in and give you your actual square footage and help you out a little bit that way as well. Is that correct? Absolutely. You know, um, yes, because, you, you know, the county, they their measurements may be old. They may measure a covered patio. They may use an aerial and take a covered patio and say that's part of your living space and charge you for that. It is not. Um, you know, an appraisal will have the living space, will have the covered space, things like that. And you need to use that information to make sure that what the information the county has is accurate. Because if they're taxing you at $100 a foot on $3,500 and your house is only worth you know, $3,200, you know, that's $3,000 that you're, you're paying. Well, see, a lot of times when they send you your taxes, they don't send you your square footage. So do you have to get on their site and look what square footage they have documented. They're not going to send you a document and say, we're taxing on this many square, this much square foot. You need to actually go to their site, see how many square foot they have in their documents or in their records, and then go compare it to what you have currently. Is that correct? Absolutely. Because like I said, they give you just the value of what they're hitting you for. They don't give you any of the breakdown. They tell you what, the what they're taxing you for the property and for the dirt. And that's it. And they try to make it as ambiguous as possible because they don't want to alert you on something to get you to go and and to dispute their their values and charges. You said your parents were charged for their garage for 27 years. 27 years, and it didn't. You know, the, the government didn't go backwards 27 years and pay you back for that mistake. Yeah, you know, I think it's like two years is it. That's it. Wow. And so that's a lot of. Well, you know, and then also when they went to sell the house, what was on the tax 
records, you know, when they came back and did an appraisal, they are like, uh, y'all square footage is off. So it knocked down the price of their house as well. So it was a big hit. Wow. So they overall just kind of got to be careful with that stuff. Yeah. Well, they've taken a law. They've taken a law of averages, you know, because sometimes they lose with their square footage measurements from doing it from an aerial. And sometimes mm -hmm. they gain as we do as well. So if you find out that you're, you're gaining, I don't know, that's up to you if you want to be quiet about it. But that also happens as well. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, and Texas is a, a, a non-disclosure state, which means you do not have to tell them if your value is considerably higher than what they have. Um, that's one of the advantages to Texas. So it, it puts the onus on the county to determine the value, the accurate value, but it also puts the onus on you to ensure that they're not overtaxing you. You know, um, it, that's very important. So, you know, if your property's worth two, in your opinion, 275 and they're taxing you at 250, it's a non-disclosure state. So you're not required to tell them that information. And for people listening that might be confused of why they don't have dives this year, that was one of the big issues is because they were getting information from a company on sales, basically from uh, MLS, on what you sold the house for, which was against uh, the non-disclosing. So that's why we're, we're doing a different system this year. Is that correct? Correct. They were purchasing the data from the Realtor Association in the local area. Um, then this was challenged by some local attorneys and the Realtor Association said, you're correct on your uh, description and they no longer sell this information to the county. Now the county must go out and, and get it themselves. That makes sense. So it's, it's going to put them behind for a little bit because they pushed the easy button. Now they got to staff up and, and, and get back to what the, the way they're doing it before. So I guess yeah. it's going to take some time. Yeah, maybe how long? I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So and it's funny because I went, I, you know, I go and dispute a property almost every year. And so I go in there and they have aerial pictures of my property. A drone picture from my property. So I was like, I'm like, drone? where did you get this information from? And I mean, they had, because I didn't, you know, they have the pictures of the backyard. They're taxing me on the big day, all that sort of stuff in the Wait. backyard. Hold on, drone or satellite? Drone? I, he told me it was drone pictures. Because I, I asked him That's specifically, crazy. I'm like, where in That's the world crazy. did you get this picture? That kind of weirds me out so, yeah. a little bit. They're always yeah, watching. So, yes, they are. Big Brother is always watching. And just like, uh, and we hope you're always listening to the home team with Troy White and Colton. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com. You can also give me a call at 855-299-HOME and definitely stop by the Facebook at the home team 512. And we'll be back in just a minute. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Having trouble hearing us on 1370 AM? You've got to hear this. Catch Talk 1370 in crystal clear HD at 95.5 HD2. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to the home team with Troy White and Colton. We bring money and sports together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you've heard today, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. This segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. So, you know, guys, there's a lot going on right now. And uh, the biggest thing I think as far as money right now is, is your mortgage. You know, your mortgage is the largest investment of any, pretty, of pretty much everybody in the world is their large investment at their home. It's also typically their largest expense. Um, and there's a lot of people that are unemployed right now and they are looking for some sort of lifeline. And they've been hearing about this forbearance on the internet and the news and all this sort of stuff. And, and um, they've been hearing that it's real simple and real easy, and it's just a click, fill out some paperwork, and everything turns out great for you. Um, I think there's a big confusion out there, and that I think we need to explain this a little bit more. Um, the difference between forbearance and deferment, because people believe their payments are being deferred. And when you hear deferred, Colton, what do you think? Uh, I think kind of like pushed off, like delayed a little bit. That's what right. I when I hear deferred. I, I think it's being or, pushed or, back for you. Or just add three more months at the end of your note, right? I mean, that you don't pay yeah, three just, months. Yeah, we're just going to defer it off. That's what most people think, but that's not what's happening. So pretty much every single entity out there is authorized to give forbearance. Now, forbearance means that we are pausing our right to collect. That's all it means. So. If we get, if you give a get a ninety day forbearance, when the forbearance ends, which is in ninety days, the pause is removed. So all ninety days worth of payments must be collected at the end of forbearance. Plus, plus, plus that month's payment as well. So four payments, right? Correct. And you're in the fourth month, which is due. So if you get a ninety day forbearance at the end of the forbearance, you're going to owe four months of payments. So you need to make sure you understand that. Now, what I'm hearing is that some of the large ones, I'm not going to mention any banks or anything, are saying, hey, just go under the forbearance for now, and then we'll relook at this in 90 days. We need to move it out to six, uh, 90 more days we can. We might even defer it, They're even because they don't know. So what's happening is nobody really knows what's going to happen in 90 days. 
So they're just telling them to forbear it, and we'll see. We'll see what happens then. Well, that's that's probably bad advice because if that's you don't, a big gamble. Big yeah, gamble. If you don't, how can you budget for something you have no idea? And is it easier to scrounge for three months at a time or for four months at once? Now, this and this is some people have to do it. I mean, they don't have any other options. I mean, obviously, you can sell your house in the meantime with three months. It gives you ninety days to to uh, list and sell that house. Um, and there's some people are saying, well, man, if I probably pay money right now. I'm not going to pay money. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to save my money. But, you know, I mean, that, what you're saying, though, from what I'm hearing, and I just want to kind of give comfort to the people who have to do it, is, is they are going to try to work something out on the back end. They just haven't decided what that's going to be yet. And they most certainly can call in all four payments at the end of those months. Is that correct? Absolutely. There is, there's no, people don't know. So, and right now, what you need to understand is that even though you aren't making your monthly payments, someone is. So you're in, if you're servicing uh, through, you know, ABC Bank and you put a forbearance on, well, ABC Bank owes your payment to the servicing company. So, you know, large servicing companies, one of them is like Sinlar. So if you if your ABC Bank is your comp, your bank that you're paying your mortgage to, Sinlar's collecting the money. If they don't collect that money because you didn't pay it and it's in forbearance, they collect it from the bank. So some banks, if you think about the numbers, some that makes banks sense. are gonna have are gonna have to shell out over the next 90 days an essence of 300 million dollars to cover these forbear payments. And they don't have that kind of money. So um, that's a big concern as well, is that, you know, the bank may run out of money and for, and go into bankruptcy because of forbearance. And you just print more oh, money. It's paper, right? Yeah. Put some oh, yeah, paper right? in the printer and put ones, tens, hundreds, all that. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we just printed $2.2 trillion. I, I, Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. Uh, most, most certainly. That is some digital money coming out there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, and all that too. It, oh, we're good. Yeah, so we. I, I guess okay. if you want, we could discuss the laws of economics and inflation right now uh, to kind of understand. <laughs> I would that, to to determine the devaluation of your money. So, mm -hmm. if there is an example, ten thousand dollars in the economy, uh, your money's worth ten thousand dollars. Well, then someone just puts five thousand more dollars into the economy then your $10,000 is now spread out over $15,000. So therefore your, you know, your, you know, $5 white cloth is now $8. Cause it equals. There's no, here's, here's the thing though, Troy is there's no laws when you're drinking claws. So <laughs> the laws of economy and all that go out the window when you got a claw. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Just to make sure that's why understand. I only use, I only use gold bullions. That's why. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. you know, and it's funny with all of the new stress rules and things like that that were created uh, back in 2010 by the Dodd-Frank Act, um, it still doesn't have a contingency in there for 5 to 10% of your servicing portfolio to not make a payment. Um, there's just not, a, you know, a bank is just not required to keep that much reserve cash around, so they don't have it. Uh, you know, so, right. and that, that's a concern, um, because we, you know, we've gone through when banks couldn't protect themselves against unexpected foreclosures. This was the bank's fault, you know, 10 years ago, and they've learned a great lesson, 
but the no one could have foreseen that the government would tell people that it's okay not to make your payment for 90 days. I mean, that's just not something that you could have predicted would happen. So what's happening to landlords like like yourself that own several properties? I you you are you have to abide by that. You 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 have to be okay with not accepting payments. So you're and in essence, putting a forbearance as well. Is that correct? Correct. So, you know, if any of the tenants can't make their payments, they have to, you know, prove that they were, couldn't make their payments. And then the landlord can then request forbearance with proof that he's not collecting rent from his tenant. Um, you know, uh, being in Austin, a lot of the people around here are, you know, IT and things like that, and they're still essential or they can work from home. And so a lot right. of people are still working in the Austin area, even though no one's out. So I, I was very fortunate that everybody was able to make their payment uh, the first month. Great. That's good news. That's good news. Good news. Yeah. Yep. And then you got to think the government just put $1,200 into the hands of everybody that makes less than $75,000 a year. I, uh, have just, not, I have not gotten one yet. Did you get, did y'all get yours? I haven't gotten mine yet. I got mine. I really haven't. You did? Well, did you buy yeah. a jet ski? You bought a jet ski? I did. Yeah. No, uh, I bought a jet ski. This guy has a nice right. pool right down the road. Right. We've, been, we've been hopping in whenever he heads out to his essential yeah. job. Yeah. We, so you have, we have been listening to Troy's advice, right? Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Invest wisely. After all this, I bought it for cheap. I'll sell right. it for more. <laughs> yeah. 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 Those jet skis, the resale value increases over time. I love those. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, but yeah, you know, and that's, but honestly, for people that, you know, we've been talking a long time about the importance of being prepared financially, staying yeah. out of debt, keeping a reserve bank account, things like that. You know, and Colton being, you know, young, he's, uh, he's been able to save his money, things like that. So he now has the opportunity to maybe start looking at some of those stocks and stuff that have dropped in value. Um, yeah. You know, there's, there's lots of, um, ideas out there and lots of companies out there. And this is Colton and I were talking about this last week. Um, kind of he'd asked my advice and I said, basically my advice right now is good, strong companies that are down because of the COVID that have be around for a long time. I'm not going to give any references as far as companies in general, but then also, you know, because if let's just say, you know, a company drops because of the COVID virus, but it's been around for a long time. It's got strong books, everything else. Um, it's going to come back. So take advantage of the low price and also look for one that pays dividends. You know, there are some out there that pay dividends between one and 10%. So if you get a really strong company, 30, 40% below value that pays dividends, you're going to make money on top of money. Those are the kind of things, in my opinion, that you should be looking at. Yeah, Again, because always speak with a financial advisor about any sort of investment choices. Yeah, I mean, for example, you invest, we'll say, an easy number, $1,000, into a company that's down right now and offers a 10% dividend. After 10 years, that $1,000 is paid back to you. Like, you've already made your money. So, I mean, it, it's wise to do that kind of thing right now. And we, we talked about that, and it's just, it, it really does seem like a no-brainer. Stocks are down, buy low, sell high, you know, yep. all that fun stuff. Yes, absolutely. This is the time, you know, when people, this is when you add new wealthy people to the world because they, they, they were doing a good job, working really hard, and, and now they're investing in all of this area. And then when they come out in a year, two years from now, they're going to double their value. 
just because they were prepared for something like this. And we've been talking about this a long time. And this is that moment where we're talking about both negatively and positively. We wanted you to be out of debt with reserves in the bank. So when things went bad, you could cover it, not have to go into debt. And then if you're in such a good shape, now you can take advantage of the lower market. Yeah. And, and it's not just COVID that'll do it in the future. Obviously, it won't be as drastic. But, uh, you know, uh, economy changes from time to time. And what you're saying is be prepared for, for that downswing so you can, you can make some more money is what you're saying. Absolutely. Throughout the history of, of recording our economy, every seven to nine years, we have a recession. The, it's, you know, the, the strength or uh, quality or the deepness of the reception, recession varies. But we hadn't had one in this country for over 10 years. Yeah, no, I mean, you hadn't had one for 10 years, so it's, I guess it was due? Yes, yes. So, you know, every seven to nine years, it happens, and we were due. Now, it took a pandemic to get us there, but we were due for it. And this is going to happen again. So you should be ready and preparing between now and then for the next one. But, hey, I hope you've learned something today. Listen to the home team with Troy, White, and Colton. We've had a, a good time talking to you about money. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME, and we'll see you in just a minute. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Texas, you're listening to the home team with Troy Wyatt and Colton, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. So if you have any questions about anything at all when it comes to sports we that's what we have colton here for today because colton is our resident sports expert so with the covid pandemic colton tell us what is going on in the sports world well uh tom brady's you know goatness has already taken effect in uh tampa bay he um i guess he kind of swayed rob gronkowski to come out of retirement and join forces with him again over in uh, tampa bay and you know they that is amazing they won a Super Bowl. It won, I think, multiple Super Bowls together. And whenever they were at the Patriots, so I mean, Rob Gronkowski still has a lot of gas in the tank because he's still relatively young. I think he's like 27, 28. He retired very early, so he still got gas in the tank, and he wanted to wanted to try and make a run at it again with uh, Tom Brady. I heard next week that the entire Patriot fan base uh, may sign with the Buccaneers as well. Yeah, no, I've, I've, that's, uh, if you are a real estate agent in the Florida area, it's going to be really good. You're going to have a lot of money from uh, the Boston area coming to Tampa Bay. <laughs> Smart move on, on them. I know that football is not supposed to be ran like a business. You know, it's supposed to be all natural. But what a business move. They are going to sell some jerseys and make some money on that. On that. Not only that, they might have a decent football team. I no, mean, yeah. Jameis Winston, I mean, no – no, he's no slacker. You know, he, he's a good football player. He threw for 5,000 yards last year with that, the Tampa Bay team he was given. And they, they didn't do much, but now they have Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. And also, 
they've been in talks with Antonio Brown, who, I mean, he's, he, he is a cancer to most programs he's been with, but he's uber talented. So, I mean, if they could add him and he actually works out, they could have a solid program, and they might be able to make a little run at something. Jameis Winston threw for a lot of yards, but one of the reasons why the team was not very successful is he threw like 30 interceptions last year. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, Tom Brady doesn't do that. It, it, I, don't, I don't really think it matters what team he's on. He is a better quarterback than Jameis Winston. You know, I mean, Jameis had more yards last season, but like you said, he threw like 20 to 30 interceptions. I mean, he – He's a gunslinger. That's what he. That's what he is. I mean, he, he throws for a lot of yards, but he's he's a high risk quarterback. I think the only difference between the two of them is how much you inflate the ball or deflate. Exactly. You know, it's uh, I think Joe Burrow might end up having to use a uh, book out of Tom Brady's you know playbook and deflate the balls with those small hands. I don't know. <laughs> right. You know, this all perfect for Tom. Hey, yeah. so the big uh, some big news that I, I, I saw was the the new Michael Jordan documentary. Did any one of y'all see it? I did not get to see it. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about it, how it was just, you know, it was very successful on ESPN, and it was it, it really took people back. It brought a lot of nostalgia to people. Oh, it's it's awesome. You kind of see it brings you back to what they had to go through. And then Troy and I were talking about that off air, and it was cool. I was enjoying it. And then afterwards, uh, Troy, I, what, you were saying something about the NASCAR, right? We, we were watching – think a NASCAR race is going to come up and they have sponsors and they're talking like it's a big competition this year. And the next thing you know, it's professional gaming that they're airing on ESPN. Times oh my gosh. It was a NASCAR video game and they were announcing they had to qualify race on the pole, the whole thing. And I'm, and I'm seeing the names and everything. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, maybe they're just going to have a NASCAR race with just the NASCAR people. So I was excited. Right. And then they clicked on, and it was a video game. I got so mad. <laughs> well, you know, man, those boys, you know, their moms who's getting on to them for playing video games, they they make millions of dollars doing they that. Do. Now. That is absolutely crazy. I mean, we're in, we're in the age of uh, YouTubers being millionaires and gamers being millionaires. It's just, it's odd. It, it, it's a super weird thing, but there's a lot of people that are into that kind of thing. So if it works for them, that's off to him, I guess. You know, uh, and that's the one thing that uh, after that happened, why, you know, I, I was talking to my wife and I said, you know, the first sports that comes back is going to be the one that gets, that's going to experience the most love from everybody, whatever, whether it's basketball, baseball, NASCAR, whatever, the first one that goes out there and says, oh, we're back, is going to be. Quibbage. Quibbage could be everybody's sport. I don't care if it's table tennis. I will buy that jersey. I'm with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm looking for just, just some kind of competition on TV. Like, I, I've, me and my girlfriend have really gotten into Family Feud. We're, <laughs> we're Family Feuders right now. We watch that, and it's, it gets competitive because we're trying to figure out what's going on, and then they, we think the people are idiots when they don't get it, and we got it. So, I mean, we could be on that show. That's right. Yeah, no, it's like it's like whenever you see someone playing football and they drop the ball, you're like, I could have caught that. I could have done that. Yeah, right. Yo, I threw, you had four people open. Why didn't you throw it? You're like, you're not. You don't have 300 pound men running at you. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm of the the idea that no matter what happens, that they're going to push something out in the fall. I think that they're going to try to do something. They were 
there's this, we're, what about fans, no fans? I think that the professional athletes, when they tell them that, hey, you know, if we don't play, you don't get paid, they will be willing to step forward and play this game no matter what. Now, the college athletes, you know, I, it's, you know, the schools have to take care of them because they're not being paid and things like that, so it may be different. But I do believe that professional sports will come back in the fall no matter what. I mean, we'll see. That's just an opinion that I have about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, but college is different. And I'm more – I have more of a love for the college. The game feels more pure to me than, than professional. But, like I said, right now, if, if they start doing table tennis as a competition, I'm in. I'm going to be watching it because I am I'm tired. In. Of, I'm in. And I love that kind of jumping over to college now uh i i saw something right before we hopped on this show and it was it was an espn account and it said something about a four-star recruit a five-star recruit is the highest you can go but a four-star recruit is estimated to be worth three hundred and fifty thousand dollars per year in college really Uh, that's i don't know how they calculated it i don't maybe the revenue that they bring in or something the number of starters that they have i don't i don't know what it was but it says they are estimated to be worth $350,000. And they pose the question, the same question as always, should the college athlete be paid? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, we have time to talk about that sort of stuff right now. But, you know, the thing is, is when they talk about this, there's, they say this, but you got to think there's only a few. I mean, how many Longhorns are playing in the NFL right now in the last three or four years? What, 12? They've graduated well over 150 in the last few yep. years, but only 12 are playing in the NFL. So, so it's hard to justify that. But when I look at it, I look at it as the advantage of the degree because a degree you're going to make a million plus more in your life than if you don't have a degree. So getting mm-hmm. that degree is very important. But you have to think they take that money, and that money pays for – the basketball, the baseball, the girls programs, the all the, the Quidditch program. It pays for all that sort of stuff. So the money, you know, everybody just thinks that the, the school is just making all this money as a profit center. They take that money that's generated from their big producer, which is college football, and they spread it out amongst their entire school. And they have hundreds of athletes that never have a chance to go pro in the, 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 the sport they've chosen but they get the benefit of a college education. So mm-hmm. I, I'm very torn on that one because I believe it's more about the greater good than it is that one player. Did you say Quidditch? He'll get that word right one of these days. But I'm not that one player. So if I was that one player, I would be more concerned about me than the greater good. So, yes. I mean, I, does it make sense? I see both sides of that argument. Yeah, um, I I'm just more of it's better for what the college, the university is there to do, which is to educate and send people out to make them great people in our world, you know, as opposed to paying one kid to, to do this. I, is that, that's the way I look at that. Yeah, no, I get that. And, you know, hopping a little bit more uh, college football recruiting, there's a little yes. bit of, there's a little bit of Texas news right now. Uh, there's a kid, his name's Jade Barron. He was the second highest rated recruit that committed in the 2019 class. Is that what we're in? 2020 class that just signed. And um, he was the second highest recruit for Baylor. He just got a full release from Baylor. And the next, his second choice was Texas. And so he is a top 250 cornerback. He's 5'11", 185. And Texas only got one other cornerback in the 2020 class. Right. Keaton Crawford. And so... 
that's some big news because um, we're about to get to the point where that really talented secondary that Texas has, they're getting ready to be juniors and seniors and stuff like that. So we need that next wave of uh, good defensive backs. And also, kid from Alito, his name is JoJo Earl. He committed to LSU over Texas. So that's all oh, I got for recruiting. Yeah, wow. I think I don't know if it'll stick because I don't know if LSU is going to have the year that they had this past year. Well, hopefully we have a year at all. Yeah, no, absolutely. I 100% agree with that. Absolutely, guys. So just you got to first of all say, JoJo, please, no, no. But you've been <laughs> listening to the home team, guys. We hope you've enjoyed today. Uh, we've definitely enjoyed bringing it to you in this uh, COVID pandemic social distancing world we're living in. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com. Give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And if not, we will see you next week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 